Welcome to Season 2 of In the Vine Dating Podcast with host Melissa Chavez, joined by Yesenia, Denise, and Shekinah. This season, we'll be discussing different topics such as premarital intercourse, soul ties, and the importance of servanthood. And of course, discussing your upcoming dating mixers and events. For more information, you can visit our website at www.inthevinedating.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to show your support and like, share, and subscribe. Hi, everybody. Welcome to In the Vine Dating Podcast Season 2. Yay! <laughs> um, it's been a rough few weeks. <laughs> We've been through hell and back around here, and so we're excited to be here um, once again. And yeah, so ladies, how were your holidays? I'll start with Shaquina. You weren't kidding when you said it's like it's been busy, it's been rough, but I think in all the best of ways, to be honest, it's mm. been so busy and nonstop, like nonstop for. I, you know, you'd think yeah. holidays would be vacation time, but it was just, it was wild. <laughs> um, but I have such, there's just a lot that God was really speaking to me. And I can't wait to mm-hmm. share throughout the series, like just breaking that down. Cause it was, it was a lot and it was just a lot of running around, but a lot of blessing followed each Aww. act of faith that the Lord has asked me to step into. So it was, wow. it was really incredible, but very busy. So I'm glad to be back in the chair and just having a conversation about it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I know Denise is so, uh, she's here for Shekinah 2024. No, I'm all for it. I'm like, wear sh- I'm going to wear a shirt. Can we make that a shirt? I'm always trying to brand my friend. Yes. I'm going to put Team Shekinah 2024. Yeah, hashtag. It's the unveiling. <laughs> um, yeah, how was it for you? How were the holidays for you? Um, busy. I'm trying to remember what I've done with my life. <laughs> They've been really busy. It's been, um, like you guys have mentioned, it's beyond busy. It's chaotic. It's crazy. I'm in two campaigns right now. So I eat, sleep, breathe campaign. And there's just things that I'm trying to do um, with mommy friend. And I mean, it's just so much. It's so, so much. But it's like, you know, like you said, it's all like really amazing, exciting things that I cannot wait to share throughout the podcast, um, you know, excuse me, throughout the season and just, you know, sharing what the Lord is really doing um, with us individually and corporately. It's, it's really exciting. Absolutely. I'm so excited for yeah. Mommy Friend to come out. Yeah. Well, at a, in the way that you're right. about to launch. So that's going to be really cool. What about you, Yessie? Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, this year, my daughter turned, well, she's like almost going to be two. And so it was really cool to experience Christmas with her and the holidays with her. And now that she's more aware of what's going on, she gets excited over things. And um, we were around family. But I agree, we were so busy, like <laughs> so busy uh, throughout this time. Um, within this short month, actually, Andre and I, we became landlords. We had to move out of our house, get into another house that was being remodeled. And so we're barely just, you know, cleaning off the dust and starting to move our things mm-hmm. in. So let's just say it's been really hectic. And it really hasn't felt like the holidays because yeah. I haven't been able to decorate. I haven't been able to Aww. make my cookies at home and you know, like wrap my gifts today. This year was like wrapping it really quickly in the car, like <laughs> ghetto version, like anything <laughs> left over scraps, just Aww. you know, because yeah. I couldn't find my wrapping paper and I didn't have enough time to go buying wrapping paper. Yeah. But um, besides that, it's been really fun. It's been really fun to be here within the Vine Dating too. Yeah. Um, season two, right? Yay. So that's really <laughs> exciting, and I'm just so excited to see the event come through too. 
Yes. Yeah. I think this event is going to be really, really, really fun. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm really expecting, like, people that, um, I mean, some of the people that have signed up we do know, but I'm really expecting for it to be majority people that we don't know. So I'm excited um, to see that happen and for more matches. Stay tuned. Later on in the episode, we're going to be um, hearing words from one of the participants from the latest, latest event or the first event. And um, it's going to be cool being able to hear what she had to say. So make sure you stick around. Yes. How about for you, though, Melissa? Oh, for me. Yeah, how has your holidays the been? The holidays. <laughs> I fell down the stairs. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. So if you guys remember in the last episode, I stated that I was, I was like, about to have surgery. And one day, it was, like, 2 in the morning. I couldn't sleep. Your, your girl literally just went downstairs to turn down uh, the heater, and I really wanted a cutie. And it was 2 a.m. I didn't know what I was thinking. The fruit. Cutie, the fruit. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but I, it was like, I don't know what I was thinking, but... <laughs> <laughs> I ended up just falling down the stairs, and it was, it's, it's such a vibe. <laughs> and you landed where? <laughs> I landed on my head. <laughs> so I may be smarter or not, so stay tuned throughout the season. And it's going to be a good one. You texted us at what time in the morning? <laughs> yeah, all she said was, are any of you awake? <laughs> it was like 2 a.m. Yeah. 2 a.m. I, like, I... See it at eight in the morning, and I'm like, oh my god, is this alive? Like, no follow up. Just are is anyone awake? Yeah, I was pretty scared. I sat there for like a cool minute because I legit landed on the side of my head, and I sat there, and I was like, okay, get the cutie, <laughs> do what you came You're here still for. On a mission. Yeah, I grabbed the cutie, I turned down the thermostat, and I'm like, all right, what am I gonna do now? And I was like, I'm not gonna freak out. I'm just gonna go back to bed. And next thing I hear my ear go, boop, boop, boop. Oh, and I was no. like, oh, that's a good beat. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I started freaking out. So then my roommate took me. And if you've ever been to the AV hospital, do not go after 2 a.m. <laughs> um, yeah, don't. <laughs> don't do that. Should have called the fire department, to be quite honest. But that's neither here nor there. No. Oh, no. Can we take that out? <laughs> Can we take that out? <laughs> no, leave it. No, I got to take that out. I got to take that out. Leave that no, I gotta take it out. I've gotten in trouble too much already this year, and it's only the third week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what went down for me these past few weeks. So you know, we're happy to be here. Um, is there anything that you ladies are looking forward to this year? Personally, I'll start. I'll go backwards this time. How about you? <laughs> Okay, I am looking forward to not just seeing what is going on within the vine, but also things uh, that I have going on at home. Mm. Um, I have a couple of things that are rolling up, rolled up my sleeve, and so I'm excited to see them fulfilled. Being a landlord was one of them, mm -hmm. so check mark because that was <laughs> <laughs> just to find somebody right um, was was a headache. But it's been great; they're amazing people. But um, also. I'm really excited to see the couples come out of In the Vine Dating. Yeah. The fact that our first one was not, I'm not going to say it was done in a rush, but we did it in a limited time. Yes. Right? And we had a, a, like a success story, you could say, because mm -hmm. they did find a match. And I'm just so excited to see at the future uh, 
events that we have. Mm -hmm. Like back to the basics, Shekinah, you've been doing such yes. a great job yes. promoting it. <laughs> like the way that yes. it looks, you're singing. Oh, can we talk yes. about that? <laughs> can we get a live performance right now? <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> I was just saying, I was like, I don't remember how that song went. I wake up with it in my yeah. mind like almost every morning. Do you know why I don't remember? It's because I sang it differently each time uh, that I recorded it. it. There wasn't like a set melody in my head. It was like, now nah, let me try this way instead. <laughs> so every time I sing it now, it's completely different than what actually I actually put out there and people are like, um, what? Makes sense. <laughs> That's part of Shekinah 2024. Yeah, so I'm excited <laughs> for the next melodies. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you guys, this yeah. is going to be an unveiling, like you said. That's a really good unveiling. word for her. Unveiling. An unveiling. You're going to meet Shekinah mm. like you've never met her before. Yeah. This is a whole promo. Yes. And she turns 30. Oof, I do. In just a few weeks. In just a few weeks. Crazy. Oh my gosh. 30 years old. Mm. My goodness. Getting launched 30, out. flirty, and thriving. Hey. Oh, 2024. <laughs> we're here for it. <laughs> who knows she might sign up for this event you guys stay tuned oh my god yeah. <laughs> or maybe you'll just do like you know jessica rabbit in that one movie she just might do a performance <laughs> for you guys live entertainment i would have taken any other cartoon character <laughs> i don't remember her role i just remember her singing <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to cut no. that out too? No, I will not be doing <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. I don't even know who Jessica Rabbit is. Oh my gosh. Should I Google her? Oh yeah, yeah, Google it. Go ahead. It's a kid's show. It's technically a kid's cartoon. Oh, I'm All right. have to Google it on my office. Do, I need, do we need to take that out? Do we no, need keep that? that one. That one is gold. <laughs> okay, cool. Anyway, go ahead and continue. <laughs> I was just going to continue with that. Shakay 2024. I just <laughs> love that melody. You did such a fantastic job and so creative, beyond creative. And yes. I just can't wait to see the more, the more creativity you will bring to Aww, in the Vine dating and all our marketing. Sorry, I don't know why I'm stumbling with my words right now. First one for English. Yeah. También hablo español. But should I say it in Spanish? No. But I'm just excited for all those things. And then just to see what's going to come with um, GWCC. There's yes. just so much newness going on. I mean, last year we got a new church. Mm -hmm. Now we're in this new church. It's our home. Like, we're getting stable. Yes. Like, we're bringing new things. We're implementing new things. So I'm so excited to see what that that's going to bring to to the community in general. Yeah, I love it. Those are all yeah. amazing, amazing things thriving around here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm also turning. She's also turning 30. 30. Yeah. Okay. You're 94, baby. 94. Yeah. yeah. 94 babies. Finally, you guys. 30 this year. Yeah. It was such a Catching struggle up. turning 30 before everybody else. And now to like everybody's here with me. It's all <laughs> fun and games till you turn 30 yourself. <laughs> It's um, different. It's yeah. different. I see it differently now. <laughs> I have to. All of a sudden, right? 30 yeah. is a new 20. Yeah. I feel like to. the moment I wake up on the day of my birthday, things are going to start popping. And <laughs> it is a thing. Yeah. What about you? What are you looking forward towards next, towards this year? I'm honestly really excited for the In the Vine, um, especially the event, because I, like I've said it before, I wasn't in person in the last one. Yes. So I'm like, I feel like I'm like a little kid going into like a candy store. I am super <laughs> excited to just... The connections and, you know, seeing all the work that we've put behind closed doors, you know, come into fruition, um, getting to meet the people, right? Like to be able to be a part of something so beautiful, I, I, I'm just really excited for that. Um, and yeah, like you said, you know, we already had one successful match. So 
to be able to replicate that or even like we've learned like how to perfect or how to be better and, yes. and I'm, that's what I'm excited for is implementing the things that are like okay it didn't work this time so let's do something different mm -hmm. and seeing like okay how is that going to work right. and then if that doesn't work okay well like we'll go back to the drawing board right so I think I'm really loving the process of the creativity and just uh, going back to the drawing board um, and I have to agree with Yessi even with the church there's just so many good things happening within the church and the different businesses and organizations and ministries. And, and so to be able to see that launch out and it's just, it's exciting mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, I yeah. agree. What about you, Miss 2024? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this is, I'm really excited about it too. Cause we have what as right away, um, it's not set in stone, but we have like what four events that we're planning on doing right. throughout this year. So mm -hmm. that's really exciting. And different locations. Different locations. Yeah. We're, we're growing, guys. And, and I love, like you said, like the changes that we've made aren't just changes that we've made out of our own observations, but also we're asking the mm -hmm. participants to send us their surveys. Mm -hmm. They've been really diligent in actually sending their surveys and mm -hmm. detailed ones too, mm -hmm. which we love. Um, just suggesting like, oh, we absolutely loved it, but, you know, maybe this a little bit differently or, mm -hmm. you know, maybe you can just do that. And so we're happy to like introduce those things too. Like we do take those seriously. So I'm really excited to see just the changes that we've made um, to it, yeah. but still maintaining the heart of what we're doing. Um, but yeah, and then turning 30 is kind of exciting to That be is exciting. I am actually pretty <laughs> excited. I'm not like, you know, I honestly feel like turning 30, I I feel so accomplished in my life. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've done a lot with my life. I don't feel like I'm reaching that age where I'm like, oh my gosh, like, right. you know, like I have to catch up on some stuff. I feel really good about where yeah. my life's at and, and what I've gone through and what God is bringing me through. And then the door just opening up just so much, not just within the vine, but so many different ministries and doing some campaign stuff. It's my first time being involved in a campaign on any level. So um, doing that as well. It's just been, it's going to be a busy year, but it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, I totally agree with you ladies as far as um, in the vine, being able to branch out to different cities. I think that's going to be pretty awesome. Be, yes. Being able to connect with um, different churches um, because I think the conversation is picking up even more now. Right. Um, and I think the more that people are feeling empowered, the more that they're empowering others. And so just to see this spread, um, I think it's going to be great. And also just, uh, personally, honestly, my life, if, besides in the Vine dating, things have been kind of like, um, kind of chilled out for a little bit, which I'm really grateful for. But I do think that this year is going to start picking up. So I'm excited to see the kind of doors that the Lord opens um, because, you know, he's just chuck full of surprises, this God that we serve. So mm -hmm. it's going to be great. Stay tuned. Um, so, yeah, next theme, you know, um, one of our followers on Instagram, her name is Jackie, which, which we've actually talked about before, um, about before, yeah. She asked a really good question. She asked, since our interviews aired, what have been some positive or negative reviews that you guys have gotten from people? Uh, I'll start with Denise. Ooh. Um, negative reviews, I think the only ones I've gotten are the ones that I had in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just my self-conscious, like my, uh, just being conscious of it, but... Um, honestly, I've gotten nothing but very positive reviews. Um, I've gotten women message me saying, thank you. Like mm -hmm. I've been in your shoes and I needed to hear that. I had another woman message me and say, oh my gosh, like, yes, I've been trying to do the same thing. Um, I had a, another woman message me and say, thank you for your testimony. I'm going to share this with my daughter because, you know, she's gone through something similar mm -hmm. and I want her to come back to the Lord. I mean, I've gotten 
just multiple messages from different people, men and women, um, you know, just thanking me for my bravery, my courage, and honestly, just for being a voice. Um, I, like I've said before, the the thing that always gets me is I've been in your shoes and I didn't, like, I never could find somebody to relate to or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, so it's, it's opened up a lot of um, conversations for, like, a lot of dialogue and stuff like that. So it's been really, it's been really cool. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. What about you, Shaquina? Um, honestly, I haven't gotten really anything negative, not too much. I've kind of, I, I don't want to say I hoped for it. I fully expected to be, to have negative comments, you know, especially like bringing in. Except for that one hater on I YouTube. I was just going to say. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's different. I don't know if it was kosher to say <laughs> it. <laughs> it was like that hater. All right. Yeah, there was, no, there was, there was a couple on YouTube. Um, they were projecting for sure. Yeah. Oh, for, oh sure. for sure. I triggered something for sure. Mm -hmm. That I expected. I kind of expected, though, people to come up and just be like, you know, challenge the biblical mm -hmm. viewpoint that I pointed out because um, it was very controversial to a lot, but I haven't. I don't think we're famous enough yet for people to really care, but we'll get there. Can't wait till people I'm start ready. digging these up. I'm ready for yeah. it. Yeah, you know. So I'm ready for those challenging questions. I, I, cause that's what I want. I think that's, that's what really builds a community is, um, those challenging dialogues. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what helps really establish a belief system, a value system is you need someone to come in and challenge that, you yeah. know, to, to really know where you stand. But so it's something I, I grew up in a very, uh, confrontational, <laughs> confrontational uh, household. So it's, it's something I expected. But honestly, I didn't get any of that. I think um, it was all very uh, positive. I, same thing. I had women coming up to me going, girl, same. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much. That was healing to me. Mm -hmm. That was what I needed, men and women. who um, And some people I found out that I've known for a while that I didn't even know they had a divorce at some mm -hmm. point, which you know was really shocking, but also really healing to for them to be able to share that with me. Um, as far as negative comments, um, I just think I got awkward comments, <laughs> you know, just people that don't really know yeah. how to respond. So it was, there was nothing that I, there was no offense in any comments, anyone that came up to me. Um, I took it all as loving. It was just more, you know, people, <laughs> you don't really know how to act when yeah. around somebody, you know, is heartbroken or grieving something. So yeah, that's really hard. Yeah. Um, so, but at no point did I take any offense with anybody. So no, it's been great. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that. That is awesome. You see? Uh, same, you know, one of the funniest comments I think I received and I texted you guys is um, somebody pulled me aside at church and they're like, um, oh my gosh, I've just been loving your guys' podcast. And I'm like, oh, really? You've been listening to us? And she's like, girl, I've been watching you guys. Aww, that's awesome. <laughs> she's like, I love watching you guys. And then someone else told me I had no cable. So I watched you guys Aww. on YouTube. I was streaming you guys. I was rewatching everything. And you can still grab so much after rewatching. So that was, those are really cool comments. And those are so encouraging, too. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't want to hear an echo. Those are really encouraging. And then um, at least for my testimony in itself, I know that a lot of people, um, especially like parents, grab to it because a lot mm -hmm. of them were saying like that brings me hope or like people who were like have, have parents that have been divorced are like same. I'm trying to work on that on my marriage right now. Like mm -hmm. I don't want to do the same steps my parents did. So it was really cool to see like the people that actually did watch it, especially the people that I've known for years, years, years. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they actually took the time to like, you know, just listen to your story. Yeah. That's really mm -hmm. cool. That is really cool because I think that's one of the, um, within myself, like Denise was saying, like, you know, we're our own critic, worst critic. 
Uh, even Ramsey said, don't be your own worst yeah. critic <laughs> from yeah. the very beginning. He has to remind us every yeah. time. <laughs> um, but that's absolutely true. I remember listening back to my interviews. I'm like, man, like, because one thing that I never want to do is misrepresent the process. Mm -hmm. And I think that was like one of my, uh, one of the things that I was like lamenting about a little bit because I'm like, dude, like, no matter how raw or how transparent you try to be, like, you can never really just map it out as well yeah. as it deserves, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, I really hope I didn't leave people with, like, because, you know, I talked about my experiences with God and, like, all these things, which is a lot of what uh, a lot of the people really reference with when they reached out to me about that. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, but, you know, there were times where I wasn't faithful. There were times where I didn't have those experiences with God. Like, I've been... Um, you know, the word says that the Lord punishes those who, who he loves or corrects, right? Not disciplines is the word, not punishes. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'm like, I wish I would have been able to encapsulate that as well, you know, because, uh, <laughs> my walk with the Lord is not perfect. And so, um, I think that was the only thing, but as far as like feedback, um, it was all, it was all positive as far as like, you know, thank you for sharing that or people being able to relate. But that is a thing where it's like, well, why is anybody going to care about listening to this? Like, you know, and but then to hear people's feedback and to hear just the way that God has woven um, everybody's story into his like artistry, I think is so beautiful. Because even the stories mm -hmm. of um, the people in the Bible, the only reason why they matter is because God was in it. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why we re we refer back to them so long and it's because they were God's chosen people. And so, um, yeah, I love it. I love to hear even the feedback from the, like the, the, I still hear feedback for the interviews that we did from like the men. I know Mike, like, um, mm -hmm. there was one person in particular was like, thank you for it. Like that is helping her kids be able to become like, you know, young men. Mm -hmm. And so being able to hear all of those things, I think, um, we really were able, God has really given us this gift mm -hmm. to be able to, um, touch different people from all walks of life, different demographics, different demographics. Sure. And on top of that, bring an understanding of other people's demographics, right? Mm -hmm. Cause me listening to all of your guys' story, I was like, Oh my gosh, like I've been so dense in my thinking where, because we have one experience, mm -hmm. but to hear other people's yeah. experience, you're like everybody really has a story you know mm -hmm. um so I think that's really beautiful and I can't wait uh for other people to hear the uh, people that we're going to be interviewing yes. this upcoming season so excited so good yeah these are other people that are uh to us are very much heavy hitters in our community um <laughs> they don't know who they are yet because I haven't reached out to all of them <laughs> um so I don't want to throw out their names but it's people that we look up to in one way or another and I think and if you ask, I know we've touched about touched on this before, but you might be wondering, like, why do we care to hear about these people? Like, they're local, they're local people, they're not big names, but you need to be inspired by those people that you can physically mm -hmm. be in community mm -hmm. with, right? Like, uh, again, all those people in the Bible, they were in community with one another. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that stepped out of their community to be able to bring wholeness and healing to their community. So, you know, these celebrities, pretty cool, awesome. I'm so glad that they have a following, and we do pray that at some point we do have that same kind of following. But there's nothing like being able to hear the stories of the people that are around you because those are the people that are doing life with you. So we can't wait for you guys to hear um, the people that we have this I was going to say semester. <laughs> it's my job speaking here. Um, okay. So <sighs> this past few weeks, we've been asking you guys to ask us a few questions, to send in your comments and feedback, because we are going to be talking about things like premarital sex. We're going to be uh, premarital intercourse. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking. And I think 
Mm, maybe I shouldn't say that. So we're going to be talking about that, soul ties. We're going to be talking about, um, what else was it? Remind me. Uh, service. Service. Servanthood. Um, I guess you could tell I might have a little bit of trouble <laughs> with that. Um, but yeah, and I think uh, Denise brought that up, you know, because a lot of the people that we're going to interview, they have such a servant's heart. Mm -hmm. And I think that has such a negative connotation in today's day and age. But you can't have submission and you can't have protective and all these things without servanthood and so as a single person you may be thinking okay but that's for marriage and completely completely wrong mm -hmm. um that's definitely a muscle that we need to exercise in <laughs> all walks of life mm -hmm. so um stay tuned for that so um moving forward so denise with that being said would you mind sharing with our listeners why we chose the back to the basics yeah, so back to the basics is just that. I think that as a society, we've veered off, right, from the simplicity of just dating, getting to know one another. Um, we're so busy trying to flex or trying to see what's the coolest or yeah. how we can yeah. just be the next best, best thing and, yeah. um, you know, trying to prove ourselves on social media when at the end of the day, it's it should just, I mean, we all need help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it should just be really the intentionality of, you know, one individual to the other. So um, that's why we just wanted to take it back back to the basics, getting to know one another for who we truly are yes. and what we're truly made out of without the hype. Mm -hmm. yeah. And without the AI pictures. And without the oh AI my, Those are so scary. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, so I'm going to try it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and, and the fun part of it too. I think that um, we've lost the fun. I think we've yeah. lost the fun in a lot of things and not just in the dating, just in relationships and in society as a whole with just everything going on. But bringing back the fun also with, with the dating. Yeah, because yeah. it is fun. It is fun yeah. meeting somebody in person and actually shaking their hand. Yeah. It's, it's, Eye contact. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And with the themes that we do, we the reason we're trying to come up with a, a quote-unquote different theme per um, event is really so that it keeps us accountable to being intentional about yes. what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important for us to try to come up with a different theme, a different focal point. And although <laughs> a, much of what we're doing and providing is the same, um, it holds us accountable to know, okay, what's the focal point this time? And it holds us accountable to just really growing and being intentional about each event, yeah. each event. And back to the basics is just that, yeah. is getting back to the basics, getting back to actually meeting somebody, right. you know, being able to see somebody for who they are, their personality, um, asking questions on the spot instead of, you know, if you're texting or DMing yes. or, or on the apps or whatever, I'm not completely against those <clears> strategies. <throat> But it's all unfiltered, you yes. know, it's you, you don't have to think about your responses on the spot, you yes. know, and it can feel a little nerve wracking and awkward, but that's what makes it so real. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes meeting the people in front, front of you um, far more valuable, yeah. far more um, just, I don't know the word I'm looking for is, but real. That's mm -hmm. what we're, we're really aiming for is just real and just, hey, can we go out for coffee? It doesn't have to be this long conversation of I have to get to know every detail about you and what you say about yourself. I can just meet right. you and we can just hang out and we can establish um, a surface level friendship before we just decide to yeah. go any deeper than that. And that begins with just meeting somebody. Right. And we cultivate an environment where at least you know you're meeting somebody of the same faith, right? At least you know you're meeting somebody of the same mindset and, yes. um, you know, at least uh, core values to know that you're all coming together at a Christian event um, with the same goal in mind, which is I'm meeting another single person who's interested in um, being in a dating relationship, and so am I. And that's just a great place to start. 
Yes. And I love that you say that because one of the things that is really important is body language. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's like 70 percent of communication. communication. Yeah. So um, when you're texting, you can't see body language. When you're behind a computer screen, you can't see the body language. I mean, unless you're doing Zoom, but yeah. even then. Um, so I think that even presenting back, right, the body language aspect of everything to see how they react to a question or to a response or even if, how intentional are they with you? Can they look at you in the eye? Mm. Are they busy fidgeting? Or do, are, are they reaching for their phone instead of being present in the moment? So I think bringing all of those basics also back into the forefront is very important. That's really good. Do you have anything that you would like to add? It's going to be so exciting, honestly. <laughs> um, the way that it's being marketed, I'm, like I mentioned again, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Shekinah, so right now you were about to, you are explaining, you know, what in the fine dating, um, this next mixer is about. Yeah. And I just kept thinking your song, like yeah, that part. <laughs> um, but I just think it's gonna be really cool, especially mm -hmm. seeing all the people that are gonna come and that do like that vibe, right? Mm -hmm. Back to the basics, because I know Christ and Country was for, I didn't say crunchy. But my <laughs> good job, good yes. job. Um, but Christ and Country really brought people who who love freedom and who love Christ and who love America, the United States of America. And now this one is going for people who really want to go back to the basics and desire that. They don't mm -hmm. want to be on apps. They're tired of it. Yes. Um, and they want something new. And I'm so excited that we're actually going to be able to bring that not only to the AV community, but SoCal. Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah. just so exciting because you can't see that out there. You don't see that out there. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited. I know that when we were all, we were all masterminding what our next event would be like, um, we were just like, you know what, like, it's just so tiring out there. Like, let's just bring it back to that, to the simplicity of dating, yeah. the simplicity and the fun of just getting to know somebody. So um, before we go on, we're going to take a short break and we're going to be hearing from, uh, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, one of the participants of the In the Vine Dating Mixer, Christ and Country. And yes, stay tuned and listen to what Emma had to say. Hi everybody, it's Melissa Chavez, founder of In The Vine Dating Mixers, and we are so excited to have Emma here with me. Um, Emma was actually a participant of the first ever mixer, and so we just wanted to get her input, her experience, and to see what it's been like after. So Emma, first let's start off with, how did you hear about In The Vine Dating? Um, so I was actually looking for a church um, to attend, and uh, I met up with a friend of mine who talked uh, about this church so okay. great it worked and then i she gave me a flyer that you guys were you know giving um to bring people in um, and then from there she's like you know what i saw something on social media which i believe it was on instagram okay um, and she said you know give it a try because you know, i've been single for many years so i said <laughs> okay let me give it a try <laughs> how was the experience at that church? so it was nice um it was Kind of eye-opening because I've never been in like part of uh, dating, be dating. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to meet other guys, other people um, with the same um, like intentions. I'm looking for somebody uh, that's in the church, yes, you know, a believer. Um, so that was very, very good experience. You were one of our matches, right? So yes. learning how to date the right way. Um, so we've been. It's just nice. Um, we talk about the Bible. We discuss things. Um, we kind of challenge each other sometimes. Like, well, this this is what this the Bible says about this. You know, yeah. Kind of like challenging each other, but um, and we pray together. So it's very nice. Um, it's just completely different from what I'm used to. You signed up for the event. How was it being at the event? 
Um, it was nice. It was fun. The games were fun. Um, I'm not gonna go too much into it, but <laughs> it was. <laughs> it allowed us to bond very yeah. well. Um, see who you match with and just like similarities. Um, we got to the like the difficult questions. Yeah. Um, so that's that's really good. You got to see the real intentions of you know the person you're you were talking to. Are you you know? Yeah. Which I love that you said that because that is our intention, right? Is fun with intentionality. Thank you so much, Emma, for coming in and being a, being open and sharing with you with us um, your experience. And February 10th, in order to sign up, go to inthevinedating.com. Tickets are only 30 bucks. It covers food. It covers entertainment. In the Vine Dating Podcast, pray for your single friends. It is hard out here. <laughs>So yeah, we hope that as you listen to Emma's cute little testimony, that that would encourage you guys to sign up. You never know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Um, we've had feedback from other attendants and they themselves, the way that they were able to get new confidence and um, be able to step out themselves, they may not have found the match there. But that doesn't mean that they didn't find a new confidence for them to be able to step out and bring it back to the basics. So moving on to our next uh, Q&A. It is actually the person that submitted this one was our very own director, Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Yessi, would you like to read what he said? Yes. I know when I was uh, given this question to read or comment to read out, I was very fascinated. So I had to ask who who sent this one yeah. in. Um, so, Ramsey, great job. Yes. Uh, it says, I believe the internet has saturated information about relationships for young people, which has created a lot of confusion on roles played in relationships, not to mention these influencers, quote unquote, quote unquote brainwashing people thinking in a delusional, delulu, mm -hmm, <laughs> high standard that relationships it, that relationships are a finished product when it's a work in progress. Mm. I love that you said that. Relationships, they give that high standard that relationships are a finished product when it's a work in progress. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's that was really good. Um, I know that I have two cents about it, but before I do that, I'll start with, well, do you want to just comment on it? <laughs> yeah, that that was really good, Ramsey. <laughs> I, I mean, I would love to hear more on, I mean, since you're here, uh, I don't know if you're able to speak on this, but what what made you think that? Like, what have you seen um, besides the influencers, but like, what really made you think of that? Um, I have... I have like variety of like friends that are older and younger and you could tell like it's light and day mm. of like their impression of a relationship. Okay. So that's good. I don't know if he wants to say that. Yeah, so what Ramsey said is that he has a variety group of friends and older and younger and their take on relationships is pretty much like night and day. So do you think do you ladies think that that has to do with um I think, honestly, like, as he was saying, social media has had such a role in it. Ramsey, you said it, it's night and day with your older friends and your younger friends. Do you believe it's because your younger friends are more on social media and they have the high standards? And Or what do you think? The young ones are the ones being influenced mm. by social media or, quote-unquote, like I said, these influencers. And then the older people, they're already, their values and morals are already set in stone. Yeah. You know, because we didn't really grow up with social media. But as obviously younger people are, 
Yeah. You know, we could obviously be on social media and we already know what's right or wrong. Yeah. Because we're older. Yeah. You know, it's like as simple as that. Yeah. But the young people, you know, even young 20s. Yes. Are still being influenced. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that was good. What did he say? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was good. So Ramsey said yeah. that it's usually the the younger ones that are being influenced, and that's true because at that age, like early twenties, late teens, um, your worldview is still being much shaped mm -hmm. by those that are influencing you, aka influencers, your parents, whatever. And the older people have the moral set in stone and all these things. So I think both of them have good and bad, right? Because the young ones are so malleable that they're listening to whatever like again I think I've mentioned Andrew T um and his like toxic rhetoric sometimes and are these like demoralizing high standards and I'm not saying like you shouldn't strive to be the best person that you should be and that you should strive to get to be the best um to get the best spouse or the best person that you're dating ever but at some point like uh, as he said in his comment it's like it's not just getting in the relationship and that's it. Like you guys are going to have to grow together, mm -hmm. work together, build together. And I think that's the, the disillusionment that comes where it's like, you're dating a real person, like a person that brings in the baggage that brings in all these things. You're not dating the person that's on the dating app. Like you're not dating a profile. You're dating somebody with a story. Um, and with the older folks, I think, um, they're so set, <laughs> I'm going to say they, um, they're so set in stone about what they want in their life and all these things. And I'm not saying that's technically bad, but if you want to find love, you're going to have to do a give and take. Like just because you like going running in the mornings, like, and this person doesn't like it. Okay. Well, you're going to have to find a compromise. You know what I mean? And that's such a small example, but people are really rigid in that way where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, this person doesn't like eating I don't know, Brazilian food, whatever. Like, I don't know if I can drive with that. It's like, dude, like, then go freaking find your favorite Mexican restaurant that you guys can enjoy together, you know? Shakay, what do you think about that? No, I, I agree. It's Social media is it's a challenging topic, yes. you know? It's, um, I think there's a lot of great things that can come from social media. In fact, so that's what we're trying to use to get the word out there, exactly, right? And that's yeah. what anyone else is trying to do when they're on social media, whether it's to make you laugh, give advice, um, share their product, whatever it is. Um, but what's so difficult about social media is you can't actually see how a person is implementing it into their lives and how mm -hmm. it's actually working for them. Mm -hmm. You know, when I see a teenager giving marriage advice, it's, <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, it, that's clearly, they're not married, nor is, are they putting into practice anything that they're teaching. So it's just not going to be something that I take into consideration as positive advice, mm -hmm. um, unless I can see that somebody I know is putting that into practice and I can come into agreement with it. That makes sense. Yeah. Like if somebody on social media is saying, if you want a successful marriage, do X, Y, Z, right? And I can go, yeah, Denise and Mike do that actually. Yeah. Um, so I know that works, you know? And so I think it really, it shouldn't, I don't think social media should never take away the need for in-person community. Yes. Because what I see on social media I can actively see being implemented in the lives of people in my community yeah. and then determine from there, is this good advice or bad advice? Yeah. And if you haven't actually seen it acted out or played out in somebody else's life or somebody that's in, around you, mm -hmm. I would put that advice on hold, yeah. you know, yeah. and just kind of see how that works out and how that navigates because sometimes you're getting horrible advice on social media. Yeah. You really are taking a gamble when you take advice on social media um, you're not seeing who's giving that advice, yeah. how they're implementing it into their life. You don't know what's really working for them or not working for them. 
they're just on social media to get the likes. They're yeah. saying what they need to say to get the likes. It's like a Wikipedia. Exactly. <laughs> and so um, I think the best way to navigate around that, if you're taking advice on social media, any advice is how is that being put into practice in your life or especially the lives of the people that you're around? And if you're not around yeah. people, you're not going to fully know that and you're probably getting some very, very bad advice and not even realizing it. Yeah, I agree. And I'm going to ask Denise a question that's a little bit off the cuff, but before I want to present it this way, because uh, I literally feel it burning in my in my belly. <laughs> um, I remember I was scrolling through social media and all of a sudden like, I just felt like this like anger and I'm like, oh my gosh, like all these voices, right? Like yeah. all these different voices, all these different inputs and a lot of them make sense. A lot of them make sense because they're snippets, they're taken out, and some of them honestly are even taken out of context, some of them are not. And I remember I was just like, I was so fed up and I remember putting the phone down and then I was like, man, like this is why people need the word of God, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, it's amazing to be able to have input, even even in a community. I'm not like, I totally 100% agree with you, but, um, and this is why I'm gonna throw this question to Denise because there's gonna come a point where you and your partner are doing things differently because not there's not one mm -hmm. marriage, not one relationship that is the same, but the principle remains the same. Absolutely. Yes. And so where you find the principle is in the word of God. Mm -hmm. And so Denise, how have you used the word for your relationship with Mike and how would you encourage others to dig in the word in order to find what God is saying for that relationship? That's really good. I think the it's important to, and it's actually, it blends in a little bit of the aloneness with God, but also the community with God, yeah. right? Because as a married couple, like it is important for all of us to have the same foundation. What do I mean by that? Okay, what are the God's commandments? Like thou shalt not steal, yeah. thou, thou shalt not yeah. covet, thou shalt not yeah. commit adultery. Like I think those are foundational things that, that I don't care who you are, should be applied, yes. right? So that is our foundational purpose. And that's one thing that I teach at home, even with my kids. Like I teach each one, I treat each one individually the way that they are wired, but mm. the rules in the home are still the same. That's good. And also with that, that's why it is important to have that community, that mentorship, because what might work for me and my husband might not work for Yessie and Andres because mm -hmm. of the way that they're wired, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's why it is important to know the word of God, know what, what, what God is telling you at that moment, and also bringing it back for, okay, my mentors is, am I hearing right? Or, you know, is this, this yeah. and this, that. And, and, and I think that's the, um, a, pro a good way to do it because for example, like my husband and I, like not at, like I, I'll use Linda and, and A-Rob because I, we say this all the time, <laughs> yeah. but my husband and I can work out together. And he can tell me, I need you to do 20 more pounds. Like, no, oh, oh you can't? Well, then you're just weak. <laughs> like he, and I don't take that personal on the yeah. contrary. Now I find that as a challenge. And guess what? Your girl could do 20 more pounds and like, oh, boo, yeah, like I did it. You yeah. know what I mean? But I know that like Linda and Rob are like, nope. We, Linda's like, nope, can't do that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that their relationship is wrong or that doesn't mean, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, their principles in their relationship and our principles are the same. It's God being founded. You know what yes. I mean? So it's so important to find the people that you know are wired similarly the same, yeah. which is why I love listening to Victor Marks and Eileen Marks. You mm -hmm. know, Victor Marks is a Marine um, to st struggle with certain things. So I'm like, okay, as, a, as Eileen, as his wife, I know that when he was having his PTSD episodes, like she gave like step-by-step step on how she handled it. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's finding like that like-minded community yeah. of who you know is kind of wired the way that you are, which is why we all gravitate towards certain, towards certain couples or yeah. towards certain ministries because it's like, okay, it's like my breed. You know what I mean? So I hope that answers yeah. the question. No, it did. <laughs> it did. Really that good. was really good. Um, I love that. On my way over here, I was listening to a scripture and it really stood out 
to me. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard it, but as soon as I heard it, I was like, that makes, like, okay, that, I mean, obviously I know that, but I think that's so good. So let me just read it real quick and then kind of go over, over it. Yeah. But I know it goes with what you were saying, Denise. Um, I know that it's context before it was of people inspecting um, Zion and everything, but uh, Psalms 48, 14, for that is what God is like. He is our God forever and ever, and he will guide us until we die. Mm. And another translation says, even till death, mm -hmm. um, which is really good. But it's like, do we let him? Do we actually let him? And if yeah. we actually lean on to him and treat him like, okay, obviously God is holy. God is almighty. God is my, you know, my father. Um, but he's also my guide. Like, let me go to him whenever yeah. I need anything. Yeah. Because there's, there's a word for absolutely everything. And everything. especially in marriage, like yes. there's a lot of things that come up. But if you can team up together, perfect. And like you said, our principles are still founded on you're Christ. Right, right. So regardless of whatever you're going through. So I think even like single, married, like dating, considering dating, <laughs> yeah. like just treat God as your guide in yes. absolutely everything. Yes. So yeah. I yes. just thought that was And seasons look different. And yeah. I think that's the hardest thing, whether you're single, whether you're dating, even when you're married, like if you're married with young kids, your season is very different than, you know, other people that have kids that are older. And, and sometimes it's so hard not to compare, but that even happens with single people, you know, like, um, because seasons are so different, like we have done such a disservice to the body of Christ and to one another that just because my season looks different means that like, oh, like, the, like it breeds this negative competition yeah. instead of coming together as harmony and harmonious and bridging together and, and relying on one another and using each other for... Um, to meshing the two different seasons so that we can be the support for one another, right? It's yeah. like, reminds me of that scripture where it says, like, the old man will teach, like, um, yes. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the young ones and, and vice versa. Yeah, so it's for like, generations. yeah, for generations. So it's like, a, I just wish that. I don't even know why we're going on. I'm going on this tangent. I can't wait. To <laughs> well, we did talk about the younger generation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, to learn how to bridge yeah. versus to divide, like, it, we would just be in a much better place. Denise, <laughs> I cannot tell you because... I'm not going to put a time in it because then it'll just give away. But my heart has been like having this thing, right? Because uh, as a single woman, right, uh, being in a single season and everything, one thing that, as you always say, like I try to go with the married people. I try yeah. to also build a bridge with like the single people because just all these things, right? And so one thing that I've noticed is, you know, single people, uh, married people, and I'm not dogging. I'm just bringing an awareness, right? Because I also feel like single people can also do this. But one thing that I've noticed is that there is such, like you said, this competition where married couples tend to think that single people want their life. And um, what happens is like, oh, one day, like, don't worry, one day this will happen for you. And I'm not saying like there's a negativity with that. Like, but what I'm saying is like, look, like sometimes single people are finding wholeness and they're okay with where they're at. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, obviously, you know, this whole dating podcast is because eventually, essentially, like, we want to be able to get to that place. But, like, for example, I'm fine with my story not being the same as, others, as other right. people's stories because I understand my call. And so when I feel like I'm around people that think that I'm waiting to start my life when I'm in that place, mm -hmm. that to me, I don't even want to be around that. And I feel like some, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I feel like as single people, sometimes we, that is something that we face. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, wait a minute. Like, I love that you have this for you. Like, 
you know, like I say with you guys, like I love that you're able to like do where the place that you're at. And as a friend, I'm able to step into that and be a part of it. Like that to me is beautiful. Like I get to hang out with your daughter, with Zariah, and I get to experience that being a, a godmom and all these things. But, you know, thinking that you've reached, like there's not a better, there's not, like one is not better than the other. Yeah, right. It's just different seasons. And mm -hmm. so I agree. And as single people, it's like, you know, coming alongside them, like I know with, um, I keep, I'm going to keep using as an yeah, example, like, you know, when you're moving, like, do you need me to go watch the Raya? Like the fact that, you know, Denise just sent me and I'm going to brag about this because <laughs> it's one of my proudest moments in my life where I made it to Amalia, which is my other goddaughter, into her homework that she loves going on these little dates. It's like, you know, I'm able to do that mm -hmm. as a single woman, as yeah. a single person. And so to me, it's like, you know, even single people, like we put ourselves in this category of shame where it's like, oh, you know, like <laughs> I'm not living there yet. Like I can't find relations. Social like, media sometimes betrays yeah. that. And yeah. to me, it's just like, yo, like you have to be content because even with Denise, like um, I love how she's saying, you know, because having kids doesn't automatically bring you into this community with people with kids. Because now there's a comparison between, yes. oh, well, you're dealing with little kids and I'm dealing with teenage kids. So there's that gap. And so there's always going to be a difference in your seasons. Even if you're, all your kids are like two or three years old, but you have all boys and this person has yeah. all girls, even there's going to be there's a difference. There's competition because, oh, I don't parent the way that you parent. So now I'm turned off by it or I don't want to be held at that standard. Yeah. I'm just not there yet and it's convicting. And mm -hmm. so there's always that underlying competitive, yes. com yeah. com like com competitiveness. Thank you. <laughs> and it's just like, it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> like it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. So to, to bring it to an end, like how I'm going to go around the, mm -hmm. the table and just ask you guys, like if somebody is experiencing that and maybe they just don't know how to tackle that, how to grow out of that, how to build that bridge, um, how would you suggest that they take a first step in order to be able to um, appreciate other people's season while at the same time appreciating their own? I'll start with, I feel like you have a ready answer for this. So I'll go with Denise and then I'll go with Shakay and then go yeah. with this. How to appreciate like each, the differences yeah, like in how each to bridge, How to bridge that gap. Um, honestly, you know what's worked for me and I can only speak for me. Being jealous or being ungrateful means that you're not great, that I'm not grateful for what God's doing mm -hmm. in my life. Mm. And that when I had that revelation, it was, a, it was very sobering. Because that means that I don't trust God with what he's doing in my life. And then I don't trust what God is doing in, our, in my family's life. So, and I think there's a scripture, because I remember reading it, and I don't have it right now, but um, there is a scripture that does talk about that. So for me personally, it's just realizing that um, I, I don't want to betray God. I don't want to be ungrateful Absolutely. to him. Because one thing that I've realized this last year of my, I mean, I've known this, but it's really hit home is, and I've said this in the last, last podcast or previous ones is, Life is truly a gift. And one of the scriptures that I've been meditating on for the last week and a half is life is but a breath. Mm -hmm. And yes. so heard that, today that, <laughs> that too for me. So just that um, being grateful for the life that God has given me. That's really good. That's and good. I think in doing that, you're able to appreciate the life of others, right? Right. Like the word says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Right. So it's like the more that you appreciate what God is doing for you, the more that you can appreciate what he's doing in Absolutely. your life. Okay. That's good. No, I love what you said because it, I think, um, like I know for me, it was, you know, I've, I had that season where I felt like I wasn't doing enough, where I should be a certain place. I should be giving more in this area. I should be doing this, accomplishing that, all that kind of stuff. And it really was a sense of competition mm. to the point of 
you know, if someone was like, oh man, I didn't sleep very well last night. Like, you know, I would be that person that would be like, yeah, well, I only got two hours last night. How many, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, you know, yeah. like, and that's, it's so funny. Like it wasn't, I probably was in my early, early twenties when, um, maybe still a teenager when that really like highlighted in me and the Lord was like, you're literally in competition mm. over how much sleep you got last night. <laughs> right. You know, and that's like a point of pride for you. Right. Like, you know, it has to be better or worse than somebody else, yeah. you know? And so my mindset started shifting and the Lord really brought me through a very strong season of, you know, boundaries and appreciating the season that you're in. But then I started to shift to the dramatic of now, anytime anyone asked me to do anything, I was just like, no, that goes against my boundaries, <laughs> you know? And then I just started, I used that as an excuse yeah. to be petty and lazy. Right. <laughs> and so the Lord had to rein it back. And like, it was like yeah. these two extremes right. that I was like wavering between. And so now I'm like, I feel like I'm really finally entering into that healthy season where God is bringing the balance between right. the two of, yes, you do need healthy boundaries, um, but not to the point of disregarding what I've called right. you to do. And it goes back to what we've been talking about is you have to hear God. You have to hear God because you are going to be in a different season than somebody else. And if you are not um, finding joy in that, if you're not finding mm -hmm. peace in that, if you're not looking to Him mm -hmm. and you're looking to everybody else, you're not going to feel content. You're right. going to start dealing with bitterness and jealousy and um, unworthiness. And that's just, that's not healthy. Yeah. Um, and so that was bouncing off of you. And then even just to where, how this branched off of what uh, Ramsey was saying, <laughs> the comment that Ramsey made, yeah. which is, you know, you have the younger um, generation versus the older generation. And it's like night and day on their marriage and relationship advice. Right. And so it's um, like I said, what we were just going back to is Having community is so important, but bridging that gap and not um, and being able the older generation, if I were to give advice, right, to the older generation is there is things that you can learn from the yeah, younger generation. Absolutely. And if the younger generation is saying things contrary to what you believe and what you um, how you live your life and the season that you're in, start taking responsibility for that, you know, and start. I just don't want to be rude, right? Because I don't want people thinking in specific relationships. But um, maybe you're not living a, a, a lifestyle or implementing things in your relationship that other people would want. And so if they're turning, if you find that your mm. younger friends are turning to social media instead of your advice, they might be looking at your life going, well, I don't want that. And so it just goes back to that point of taking responsibility of you might feel like what you're doing is working perfectly for you. But if somebody else is not seeing that and somebody else is saying, well, I don't want that, and they feel the need to turn to social media, um, maybe start analyzing why that is. Like, yeah. why don't they want my advice? Why is my yeah. marriage not a good example for them that they feel the need to turn to social media? Um, that's just something that yeah. kind of came to me when, <laughs> when Ramsey's comment came up was just, well, maybe the older generation might not be displaying something that the younger generation wants. Right, because as we mentioned in previous episodes, longevity doesn't necessarily mean healthy yeah. relationship. And so, but at the end of the day, like if you're happy in your relationship and other people don't do like it, yeah, do, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying do you I'm not saying it should make you change. Like, oh man, yeah. other people don't want my lifestyle. I should change. I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah. saying that that might be the reason. That might be something to take into consideration. And then to the younger generation, I would say. Um, Take older people's advice, yeah. bridge that gap. They have something that um, that you're looking for, which is you want a long-term marriage. You you know, I know you want happiness. You want maybe a little bit more. Um, but the fact that they were able to make it as long as they were able to make it, marriage is hard. You yeah. know, they have good advice. They really do. So just take time to listen to them and take time to consider what is it that made it work for you. Yes. Yes, see.
Yeah, taking time and just sitting, you know, grabbing somebody. Cafecito. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just, hey, can we do a double date? That'd be so cool, right? Um, I know as you guys were speaking, something that really stood out to me, um, and I think you were asking, like, advice, right? Mm -hmm. How to bridge the gap. Yeah, but, like, about staying in your season. Yes. Right? So I would say one of the biggest things for you not to be, like, envious of somebody else and um, to really admire the season you're in um, and what can help you. I mean, I know for myself, it's been praying for the other people. Like, if there's any time in my moment that I'm like, I want to do that, you know? Why can't I do that? Why haven't I done that, Lord? Like, I pray for whoever I thought that of. Mm, and I'm good. like, I just pray for an increase in them, Lord. Like, yes. I repent. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just pray for an increase in them because um, I don't want to stop them at all. I don't want to ever, like, be a hater. You get right. me? Yeah. And I always want to make sure, like, I'm supporting whatever I can, even if it's just, like, Lord, increase them. I'm so sorry I thought that about them because I'm not the one that pays their mortgage. <laughs> I'm not the one. Because you think, oh, I want to, like, people tell you, you know, like, oh, like, I like your house or, you know, m- must be nice. And I wish I had that. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Comes at a cost. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. You don't know what comes behind that. You know, mm. you don't know any stress or anything that, because, again, like a social media, you just yeah. see, like, the glow up but you don't see the process behind right, it because yeah. who's going to post it, you know, right. unless you're going to want to be that type of influencer, but hardly people they post it after, yes. <laughs> after they've gone through exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And they only pick and choose and yeah. they edit. So um, you want to make sure you're careful on, on what you want and um, who you even tell that to, because mm-hmm. you also have to be very careful because you're one day, I mean, you're going to take an account for it, but just being very careful. But I know for a big fact for at least my husband and I, it's just like, hey, we don't know what these people are going through. Like, we will never be like, ah, oh, I can't wait to be like them. Like, let's just be happy with what God's giving us. Yes. And let's just continue to pray for their increase. Yes. Because I know that if they succeed, we have someone to look up to and to ask for help if we want to reach that place. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the biggest advice I can give is don't be a hater. Like, put yourself in a position where you're like, you know what? Even at work, I used to always do this. If I didn't like what my boss would say, I would actually pray for them. And I would say, God, whatever they're saying, like, let me just listen to them because they probably know a little bit more than I don't know. But please bless them. If I want to raise Lord, I pray a raise on my boss, you know, let them get the raise first um, and then second me, you know, Um, and things like that would happen like Mm -hmm. miracles. So I would say, don't be a hater. Pray for the people that you can feel like a, an envious feel towards yeah. and um, see your life change and see your perspective change too. Because when you put the word of God and you speak blessings over them and you know that sometimes people succeed in their wicked ways, don't look into that. Mm-hmm. Don't look into that. Yeah. Just look into what God is calling you to be. Uh, be content in your season, mm-hmm. whether you're single again or you're potentially looking or you're married or you're not married. Like there's always a season for everybody. Just be happy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just be joyful or don't be joyful, but go to God, you know? Yeah. And no, all of it. I completely agree because, you know, even last year, last year, last season, yeah, well, yeah, both. Last <laughs> season, we talked about how surround yourself with millionaires. You'll become the, a millionaire. And it's absolutely true. That is a principle. But um, it's not just because you're hanging around. It's like you have to pick brains. You have to break bread. You have to involve yourselves in their lives. You know what I mean? And so for my single people, I'm just going to leave you with this story. I remember I think it was like two or three years ago, one of our friends who's married, she lives in Texas. She reached out to because we're um, we're really good friends, she and I, and then Yessie and her and her husband with Andre. 
And so for her birthday, she was like, look, we want to we wanna take you guys out to um, Disney World. She's like, we'll pay for your tickets. The Airbnb. Yeah, the Airbnb, all you guys have to worry about is, um, is your flights. And so it's me, single, and with my... Uh, with two couples okay and so now I was like dude like this is so weird like this is awkward right and I'm, I'm I'm like I met all of them when they were single okay we all work together we all work together <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and I'm like okay like like am I gonna sit here and feel sorry for myself and not go and miss out on an awesome opportunity not only that but be selfish and rob for my friend's desire to spend time with us or am I just going to bite the bullet and I'm going to go? And I reached out. I think I reached out to Denise. And I'm like, hey, like, what do you think? I reached out to Pilin. And um, and I was like, you know what? Like, screw it. I may be uncomfortable and it may be awkward. But you know what? At least I'll be able to say that I didn't miss out on life because I was too consumed with my own emotions. Mm-hmm. And it was a hot mess. <laughs> it was a hot mess when we were there. But it's one of the best memories that I've ever had. And so to my single people, I just want to tell you guys, like, Life doesn't start when you get married. Right. Like it yeah. doesn't start when you're dating somebody. And yes. if you're if you're the only single person in a room full of people, you know what that means? That means you're fluid. That means you can go in and out, you can talk, you can serve, which again, it's one of the topics that we're gonna talk about. So, you know, if it's just there's so many amazing ways that as single people we can incorporate ourselves in every uh, way of life and every season and everything that we can just glean and we can just enrich our lives through that. And so I love that. Yeah, I think we didn't expect to go off on this tangent, mm-hmm. but I think it, it's so critical right now because um, I think a lot of people just sell them. They bench themselves. I think you're giving a whole new identity to singleness. I hope. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hope because people, I mean, and I went through this too. This is uh, every time I give (laughs) advice, I always say it's because I did that. (laughs) It's because I saw myself there. But um, one thing that we all advocate for here is if you see a problem, become the solution, right? You can either become the victim or you can find the person to break that um, that problem, whatever. And so um, I'm so. Have a good perspective. And have a good perspective. On your season. Yeah. And even for married people, you know, like. Um, just because I've seen it, I, I haven't experienced it with anybody here, but with other couples where it's just like, you know, oh, you know, like just making it seem like um, just it's, it's just been weird. And I know it's just been awkward. So, um, you know, we hope to bring awareness <laughs> campaign 2024. Um, it's going to be your third campaign, girl. <laughs> um, so stay tuned for our second part of the Q&A episode for season two. Um, the next ones are going to be fun. They're going to be, they're going to be fun. A little controversial. A little bit, a little bit more lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more lighthearted. But you know, as we start out soft, then we go in hard. <laughs> <laughs> so in the mind dating, thank you for doing I don't know why I always do this. I don't know. That's why when you told me to sit next to you, I was so like, I need, to, I need to bring shoulder pads. Yeah, I don't know what it is about me. Um, anyway. Pray for your single friends because it's still hard out here. (laughs) Bye. Bye.